For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Celeste Simmons. I'm here today with Anna Durfee, an English education professor here at BYU-Idaho. Thank you so much for meeting with me today, Sister Durfee. Thanks for having me. So how about you tell me a little bit about your role at BYU-Idaho and the journey that brought you here? Um, Well, I'm one of many English faculty here on campus. Um, So like all of us, we teach composition classes, which is writing. Um, But my particular focus is also education. So I teach courses in writing instruction methods for people that would like to be educators someday, especially um, language arts instructors. And um, I also teach a lit survey course called YA Lit, where we look at um, young adult literature And I also occasionally will teach educational psychology and human development for the ed department, as that is also part of teacher training. Cool. And what led you here to Rexburg? Um, So I actually grew up here in Rexburg. Well, for like my adolescence, I was I was I grew up in um, California um, for my childhood and then came here as an adolescent. And so I went here. I graduated from BYUI many years ago, and I graduated as an English major with an education degree. And then I left and did my thing and um, moved to different places, taught different places, and now my family resides in Idaho Falls. And I was teaching in the public schools and having a grand old time, and I felt the nudge to maybe go get some graduate school work done. And I did that, not really knowing what I was going to maybe use it for, but, you know, faith in the Lord, do what he says. (laughs) And um, right around when I was finishing up some grad school work, um, the position here came open. And it would allow me to do two things that I love. One is teaching writing, and the other one is helping teachers do magical things in the classroom. And so that's what brought me to Rexburg. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching in Rexburg. I still live in Idaho Falls, but um, that's why I'm here at this university, to do two things that I love to do. That's awesome. And we're here today mainly to talk about two new minors— Um, that are in the English department, and those are creative writing and technical and professional writing. Can you tell me a little bit more about those two minors? Yeah, um, so we've created these new minors, and they are going to be able to open, I guess, spring this spring for people to declare and to add to their degree. And um, they prepare students in all different ways to think about writing. Um, so the creative writing minor, um, some of us think that's what you minor in if you want to be a published author someday writing fiction or all those kinds of uh, beautiful works that we love to read. And that is true. Obviously, you'd want to focus in creative writing if that was your endeavor. But we're trying to open people's minds that creative writing um, trains us on a lot of different unique skills that effective communicators should have. So students that would minor in creative writing would get a lot of experience, obviously, in writing, but also publication and that whole journey um, and kind of audience analysis. A lot of what we do as effective communicators is trying to um, create something that will um, resonate with our audience and achieve our purpose. Um, And in creative writing, we get more uh, into those things. We also still learn how to skillfully craft entertaining arguments that maybe are a bit more persuasive. Um, and the creative writing minor would really benefit any other degree, um, specifically degrees in business or law or any of the sciences, um, performing arts, as well as any of the other liberal arts. Um, the technical and professional writing minor um, 
we often think of technical writing and professional writing as those are people that get hired to write articles that go on websites or to write manuals of, you know, how to put something together or instructions. And that is true. There are people that do very well in the world as technical and professional writers. But the minor helps to round out other um, disciplines and give them kind of an intense focus on writing and those skills. Um, they learn how to do the whole uh, writing process. Um, they understand the ins and outs of editing and perfecting and revising something, um, learning how to work with feedback, working how to work with uh, clients um, and, and other writers and be collaborative in that sense. Um, and so it also prepares students for kind of the, the precision in writing that some of the other degrees here on campus would expect. Um, for instance, any of the STEM disciplines, um, if you're in a science, technology, engineering, or math discipline, um, there's going to be a lot of writing in your career. Um, and uh, there's reports, there could be research projects, there's grant proposals, and all of that writing is meant to help you propel yourself forward in your career. And without, you know, good, strong writing skills, that aspect of your career could be very difficult. We also see this for anyone majoring in business or communications. They're also going to be writing a lot. Um, you can't really run a business if you don't well communicate with uh, your consumer. Um, same thing in communications. If you're in marketing or advertising or promotion, that's a lot of communication. Um, and either creative writing um, or your professional technical writing would help give you those skills, and those skills would appear very noticeably on a resume when you're applying to jobs to help just make sure that you have all that effective communication, um, that skill set um, very much grounded in, in your professional career to allow you to focus on what you actually majored in, which might be business or communications or a social science. Oh, it's very interesting to think about um, the future and how these things will benefit you in the future. What is something, because you're a graduate of BYU-Idaho, yeah. what is something that you're grateful that you knew back then that has helped you in your profession as an English teacher, something that you wish that you had known um, that maybe would have benefited you later on in life after graduation? Oh, that's a good question. Um, there's... I don't know. There's a lot. I probably would go back and tell my younger self. Um, that freshman year was rocky, right? You're trying to transition from high school expectations to college expectations. I think the one thing I underestimated was how open my professors were to meeting with me and how I, how little I used that as a resource, that they have offices all over campus Um and they're there to help you. In fact, that's one of the selling points of BYU-Idaho. You know, I'm ready for professors that know me. And I didn't—it probably took me about a, about a good year and a half before I really utilized my professors and met with them one-on-one -on -one and got help. And that's when I kind of started to see myself progress as a student. And um, and I, I guess that's what I would tell myself is make more use of my professors. I know that the, the colleagues that I work with in the English department are, we're so used to working with students one-on-one. -on -one. We do writing conferences all the time. And an English writing minor can seem very intimidating. Writing is sometimes a concept or, or a topic that people feel like, oh, I'm either good at it or I'm not good at it. And we would suggest that we can help anyone become good at writing. And I think it's through using the awesome power of the staff that we have in the English department to help you if you choose to minor in English to help round out your career credentials 
that the help would be there. Um, and we also have an amazing writing center that can help with that too. Um, but yeah, I would say that I, I would hope that students are realizing they should be using their professors way more than they do, making use of office hours and one-on-one -on -one visits. Yeah. The professors here are definitely willing to help. Yes. And that's very important to know. Um, and what about the details about these new minors? How many credits are they and what do the classes kind of entail specifically? So both of these are 18 credit minors. And uh, they'll take you through a series of courses related to, obviously, you would take um, certain levels of creating writing courses, like we have a, a general creative writing course and an advanced course and then a creative writing and publishing course. They kind of progress you slowly into more of that professional realm that we're trying to prepare our students to participate in. But then we also have other courses, um, like just in language theory, which is grammar and usage, trying to make sure we know where the commas go, um, how to edit and look professional that way. So both of them are 18 credit minors. Um, we also allow you a lot of electives, so you can kind of explore the range of different English topics. This might include um, taking some of our literature classes, um, classes that specifically focus in on rhetorical theory, which is just how we use language to meet our ends. Like, how do I sound persuasive when I need to sound persuasive? And what effect am I having on my audience? Which are a lot of the decisions that writers have to make are embedded in these courses. So we, we try and train you on how to make good decisions as you're crafting communication, whether that's speaking with someone, whether that's writing to someone, whether it's writing to many someones who have a, a lot of different motives and different uh, goals for themselves. So that would be either, either course, either minor would be 18 credits, um, and each would have their own uh, required courses and elective courses embedded in those. And all of that information is available on the English department's website, which you can find by just going to the BYUI website and typing in the search bar English department, <laughs> and you'll find us and you'll be able to pick through and find these minors. And what would you say to someone that is maybe a little bit hesitant or scared um, to add this minor? Maybe they really don't know if it'll benefit them or, you know, it's right. something super new. What would you say to them to encourage them to add an English minor? So as far as whether it will benefit them or not, um, that is a good question. And it's a good question for everyone to ask themselves when majoring or minoring in something or going for a cluster or a certificate is how will this help me do what is important to me? So the first thing is, is what is your purpose? What do you want to do? And then thinking about all of the different writing and communication tasks embedded in that. Um, so when I was uh, preparing to promote these minors and to make sure people knew about them, I decided to make sure that I was speaking from a place of authority. So in doing some research, I was able to find that um, – Upwards of 85% of employers these days say the skill that they find lacking in their um, applicants is strong writing skills or strong communication skills. And this is across all different types of jobs in business, communications, in the sciences, all over the place. They're lacking these skills um, and they don't have specific training and that there is a significant need for it. It's not just, oh, I wish they had this. This would be nice. They're finding that it's very crucial for someone to have these skills in any um, walk of life. Um, and it's because we achieve our goals via communication. Our ability to be clear and concise and persuasive is what's going to help us to sell the product or to um, help our manager see why our research project is important and should be funded or should be prioritized 
or how do we help someone better understand a social problem that we would like to see fixed, you know, those types of, of things. And so I feel that, and I would, I think I can speak on behalf of my English colleagues, that we see writing communication is in everything. There, it, and, and I think that some people worry about that because maybe early on in their education, they kind of got the sense that I'm just not a good writer, right? That's just not a skill set I have. And being also an English professor, or sorry, an education professor, um, the brain is is capable of learning anything, whether it's an innate talent or not. So I actually see the the whole, I'm not a very good writer, should I still minor in English or a writing minor? I would say that's like the best reason to minor in something is when you're weak at it or you feel like you need to improve. Um, sometimes I think we minor in things that we're passionate about and already good at and are already uh, talented at, and that's a good reason. But you can also see a good reason to minor in something that maybe is a weak spot for you. Um, minoring in English is meant to take those with no skill, some skill, or even great skill and help them to become more effective at communicating than they were prior. And there's a ton of support and resources inside the English department. Um, we're a big department. We have a lot of people and a lot of um, help um, for students. We have a ton of great, talented TAs who also work with us, and we have um, the Writing Center as well. So if you're worried about minoring in English, even though you know it's probably a good idea to minor in a writing um, discipline, uh, I would say jump in and just go for it and use the resources that we provide, and we can help you be successful in that minor. And then that helps you to kind of tell a future employer that you've made it a point of study and that you really do have the training to be an effective communicator in whatever job that you're going to be doing in the future. Well, thank you, Sister Durfee, for coming in and for sharing all of this um, important and helpful information. Hopefully some people feel inspired to <laughs> to add this minor. I know I definitely feel more inspired to do so. Cool. Um, so you're good, very good persuasive argument there. <laughs> thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I would say just start watching for more information to come out. Um, the minors become available this spring. And um, I would say meeting with advisors at the advising center, if you've not used our, our advising center in the Manwaring building, that's a, a great resource. They can walk you through what it would take to declare that as your minor. Um, and we're providing information to the advising center and to the different departments um, so that they can talk to students about making this decision. Is it right for them? Um, and so I would just say, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open and watch for more information. There are posters and brochures and different things that will be coming out. And then we're also just all over in the Rigby building, which is just across the street from the Taylor. Um, it would be totally cool if you just wanted to wander in the Rigby building, look for someone who is an English professor and start talking to them about these minors. That would be welcome as well. Well, thank you so much today, Sister Durfee, for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me.